After leaving teaching because of some serious burnout, she vowed to build the community she wished existed when she needed it most. She went from classroom teacher to an educational consultant, instructional designer, and six-figure business owner. Now, she's here to help you achieve happiness and work-life balance, whether inside or outside the classroom. Come join our discussion as we talk about managing teacher burnout, career transitions outside the classroom, starting a side hustle, and everything in between. Here's your host of the Teacher Career Coach Podcast and your new personal cheerleader, Daphne Gomez. Welcome to the Teacher Career Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Daphne Williams. In this episode, I talk to author, podcaster, and business owner, Tatiana Sawyer. Tatiana is a CPA and founder of Linza Advisors, but she's so much more than just an accountant. She's a numbers expert with over 15 years of experience, and she helps entrepreneurs and business owners like myself become the boss of their bottom line. Tatiana is actually here today to share her expertise on how teachers can follow her footsteps and start out as a bookkeeper. Hi, Tatiana. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Hey, Daphne. So nice to be here and so nice to Um, really share what I've got to share with your audience. So I want to start off a little bit by introducing you to my audience. And you and I actually already have a professional and personal relationship. Would you like to give everybody a little bit more information about who you are and what you do and how I personally know you? (laughs) Sure. So my name is Tatiana Sawyer, and I'm a visionary CPA and also an author. When I say visionary CPA, I mean that I help people who have a business get started correctly, set up their numbers, set up their taxes, and really grow their business while saving money on taxes legally. And Daphne, you're my uh, client, uh, so I'm excited to be working with you and helping you uh, grow and look at your numbers and be comfortable and confident in your back office, which is money, numbers, and taxes, basically. So while we were having conversations, I started to really think about what a great fit you would be for this show, because you have so much experience in bookkeeping and in being a CPA. And I know there are a lot of teachers out there that are thinking of pursuing this career. Do you think that teachers would make a good bookkeeper? I think that, well, first of all, before I answer that question, should I describe kind of the difference of the accounting paths? That yeah, you absolutely. Take? So I'm a CPA and it's a license that's issued by the state. To become a CPA, you typically need educational requirements. So a specific number of credits in accounting, and then also have to pass the exam, which is really four exams and not one. Then you have to work for somebody who has a license for a year Generally, some states, it's two years. So it's a kind of a long path. There are other ways to get into the profession and and do really well and really create a decent living for yourself while working on your own schedule, which is why I think bookkeeping is a great uh, starting point and it works great for moms, but not only for moms. What's great about bookkeeping, bookkeeping is kind of like the basics of accounting. And many people undervalue bookkeeping because they think that Bookkeeping is kind of a a task that's not exciting. It's not fun. It's kind of like, oh, I have to do this and it has to be done well. But actually, bookkeeping is the cornerstone of a business because when we do bookkeeping well and timely, we typically have enough uh, information to report for taxes, the the appropriate income and expenses. If you don't do the bookkeeping well, 
you can miss out on deductions. You can miss out on an over-report income or under-report income and get in trouble with the IRS. So bookkeeping, although it seems like it's mundane and um, an unimportant task, it actually is a crucial part of a small business. And we, we know that in, in the United States, small business is the cornerstone of the economy. The biggest employer is statistically the small business, so mom and pop shops. And bookkeeping is an important part of that. So you, as a teacher or as a former teacher, you, you could be a great candidate for being a bookkeeper or starting out as a bookkeeper because bookkeeping can provide for a flexible schedule and great hourly rates. And we're talking about anywhere from $25 an hour to $100 an hour just for bookkeeping. I mean, certainly you will have to grow as a professional to become a real advisor more than anything else, but there is huge potential into having a business that works around your schedule and making a decent living. As I heard you talking about that, I heard a couple of phrases, specific vocabulary words that might make people feel a little intimidated, like this would be a process that would make them or that would take a really long time for them to actually learn it. You know, when it comes to all the tax deductions, do they have to learn specific tax codes for them to become a bookkeeper? So no, technically, and there is a reason why I started creating um, education around bookkeeping. Typically to become a bookkeeper, you only need to learn the software. That's kind of the software companies have made it so easy to become a bookkeeper. Oh, you just learn QuickBooks Online, become a pro advisor, and boom, you're a bookkeeper. The reality is that we as accountants, we're on the other end of this transaction. So you as a bookkeeper would keep the books throughout the year, and then we would come in and try to prepare taxes using that information. Problem is that bookkeepers who become such um, using just the software path often aren't that great. And it's kind of a perpetuating cycle of bad work, then for accountants are frustrated, and it's like it's a never-ending story. Um, and because of that, there there are programs out there that teach bookkeeping basics. And the reality is that bookkeeping basics start with the accounting basics. So when I went to college for accounting, I took accounting 101, accounting 102. And that specifically was bookkeeping knowledge, the basics, the journal entries. So the path to that is actually not long if you find the right program. And I'll give you an example. Uh, many colleges have a kind of a continuing education certificates, programs and stuff. And typically they would have a bookkeeping course as well. And I know NYU, for example, in New York has one, a number of other colleges have that program. The problem is that I'm not confident that they're teaching the program correctly because they are not the accountants on the receiving end of that service. So to become a bookkeeper, it's really easy, but if you want to be a good one, it's just a little bit more complicated, meaning it just it will take a little bit more investment in yourself. You need to find a good program that will teach you some of the accounting basics plus the software so that you can really grow your business quickly. Because trust me when I tell you great bookkeepers, every CPA and every business owner is on the hunt for them. What are some of the characteristics of a great bookkeeper? Like for me personally, I would probably assume that they have to be, you know, people who are really detail oriented. But are there other characteristics that you've noticed make a great bookkeeper? Detail orientation is definitely one of the desired characteristics. Um, and I want to sort of 
address the myth of the fact that accountant that accountants bookkeepers need to be really good at math because you don't <laughs> the accounting math that you use is really more like algebra that you know adding stuff together multiplying and subtracting so it's really easy and simple you don't need to have math you just need to have the foundational knowledge so that you understand kind of how the double entry accounting works and then if you understand that everything else becomes a lot easier. So you basically can just use a formula on a computer. You don't have to do everything in your head. Uh, pretty much. I mean, realistically speaking, if you think about this, the bookkeeping service at, in and of itself is will eventually be replaced by artificial intelligence. And that's normal. Where great bookkeepers will actually matter is beyond just doing data entry. Because bookkeeping is perceived to be just data entry. The reality is if the bookkeeper is good, they become an advisor to the business. They are um, kind of, they safeguard assets. They are the first line of defense against theft, against uh, damage, and so on and so forth. So that's why it's this bookkeeping profession, this role is such an important part of a small business. Is it really competitive to get into bookkeeping? Do you feel like there are a lot of career opportunities for people right now, even in today's economic environment? Well, I want to say that accounting field in general, for the past five or 10 years has been really actively hiring. The idea is the, I guess the bottom line is that really great professionals, really well-trained bookkeepers and accountants find jobs quickly, even despite economic downturns and recessions and and so on and so forth, because we have the skill that every business needs. 50% of businesses, actually over 50% of businesses don't make it over five years. That's scary. And the reason often is cash mismanagement. So by learning some bookkeeping basics, the foundational knowledge, you start building on that. As you get more experience working with a few clients and you can work with 10, 20, 30 clients, as many as you want, because there really is no emergency in bookkeeping. So you can get the work done when you can, whether it's in the evening or on the weekends. Um, so typically when you have, um, when you have, you're a bookkeeper, you provide real value and you build on that experience. You work with clients, you see how different clients operate, how different people have leadership styles, what type of leadership styles they've got. And you learn from, from them and you, then you offer that experience to other clients. It takes about a year or two to really get good at bookkeeping if you have the proper foundation. And then basically what you become is an advisor. You start creating a budget for the client. You start creating a forecast so that the client can plan their expenses and understand whether they can afford to hire a person or um, purchase this expensive piece of equipment or whatever. So data entry is the... I would say a necessary evil, but it's also the foundational element of bookkeeping. Then what do you do with that information? Where do you take it to the next level? I think one thing that teachers struggle with seeing when they start to look at different careers is they went into a role that on paper is celebrated by society. Oh, you're a teacher, you're doing this thing, and it's such a great noble cause. And then when they're looking for other roles, it's hard for them to see how they would be intrinsically motivated by that role. Like bookkeeping just in general might sound like, oh, it's just me by myself typing on a keyboard, and that might not fulfill my soul in the same way that teaching does. But truly, it sounds like 
you're working with people, you're having a connection and you're having a positive impact on a business. I know personally, you've had such a positive impact on my business, even just in the few months that we've worked together. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about the relationship building and emotional aspect of actually bookkeeping. Absolutely. So bookkeeping can sound dry. And initially, when I was going into accounting in general, people were saying, well, it doesn't fit your personality because you know, you're so engaged and you're so go-getter or whatever, but accounting is dry. But actually, if you do it well, if you keep your mind open for an opportunity, for a way to learn from your clients, you can actually develop a very solid relationship. In my experience has been, you know, I've been a bookkeeper on my own since 2005 and 2006. And then I worked for a CPA firm for two years, two and a half years to get the experience. But I also kept my my clients on the side because I just couldn't let them go. I have really great relationships with people. I care about their businesses. I care that they create a business that builds the life that they want and not the other way around, not building a life around the business. That's where our job as bookkeepers and accountants is transformational. We allow business owners and ourselves too, if we do it right, we allow business owners to build the business that's solid, that's lean, and it allows them to send their daughter to for ballet lessons or for tennis lessons or whatever. That's what it's all about. It's about the emotional connection to your client. And if you do it right, if you care, um, then the client also cares for you. When I work with clients and I work with clients for six, seven, 10 years, we have a relationship where we take care of each other. And so we care about what each is bringing to the table. So it's never a, a one-sided relationship. It's always a two-sided relationship, meaning, meaning that the client gives you their vision. They also take the information that you provide to them and make decisions. And you help them make decisions. You help them create goals for themselves. That's where that emotional component results in feeling, feeling I guess, fulfilled feeling uh, needed because I understand, you know, how teachers may feel. I'm not a teacher, but I understand that there is a need that it is a noble profession that you need, you feel appreciated. Well, I don't know if you feel appreciated uh, <laughs> as a teacher in every school, but you need to feel appreciated and you feel like you're giving away so much. Um, sometimes you get it back. Sometimes you don't, but in the bookkeeping relationship, if you set things upright, if you are a great bookkeeper, if you know the accounting basics, if you become an advisor, then you can have a really fulfilling relationship with your clients because they value you and you value their business and really want to help them. It's all about changing their life and, and your life as well. It's so easy to look at things, just words on a paper and see the title of another job and not realize that there's a human being on the other side of that job title. Just because we've never been in that position or we, we haven't done a deep dive into that career, it doesn't mean that there isn't a large human emotional bond component between that job also. So uh, I always like to kind of take a step back and make sure that people realize that not every job sounds like it's going to be as intrinsically motivating as a teacher position is, 
but many jobs, you're still going to feel that fulfillment and you're still going to be able to give back to the people that you're working with. And I feel like you do that so well in, in your role and while I've been working with you. Another thing that I've noticed when I was working with you that I think a lot of teachers would like to hear about, and I heard you touch on it a little bit, was specifically just like the freedom that you have to kind of set your own schedule. You and I have a really great working relationship, but you let me know ahead of time, basically, girl, I am not going to be caught off guard with this in two months. So like, this is your deadline to get me these papers so that we are not caught off guard. You're the boss in the situation, you're able to set those timelines and set those regulations so that people aren't sending you unwanted emails all throughout the middle of the weekend. Or if there are, there's not an unrealistic expectation there. It's it's all really personal. I was coached to be better. I mean, I can relate to the teaching profession because from a different perspective, not something you would expect, but teachers work a lot. We give you give a lot um, to the students, to the profession, to the school. Accountants also work a lot, and there is that mindset component. I think that is important to talk about because um, typical accountants are so often ego driven. Um, we want to work for the top four accounting firm, and it doesn't matter that we have to spend our life working for it, eighty hours a week, not have a life, not have a family. That um, we forget that there is much more to this life than work. So the reason bookkeeping is such a great profession, and I think it's a great profession for teachers also, because when you become a bookkeeper, you end up teaching your clients to understand the numbers. You work with them together. So it's a joint relationship where um, you teach them and they ask questions. And so there is that emotional, I guess, fulfillment or whatever you may call it. But, um, what, I w- what I'm trying to say is that teaching and accounting and many other professions are very similar in that sense. And the only r- difference, I guess, between the accounting prof- the path and, and professions and between teaching professions is that you have the ability to change your life, your career, your business, if you don't want to. I'll give you an example. Up until 2018, I worked a lot. I worked 60, 70 hours a week during tax season and it was terrible. But then because it was my business, it was my gig, I was able to restructure, create processes in my business and work five days a week, eight hours a day during tax season. And I got new clients, but still I was able to work less. So with teaching, I think it's a little different because when you are working at a school, you don't have that ability to, you know, restructure because there's a lot of bureaucracy, there's a lot of paperwork and processes and all of these things. Bookkeeping and accounting in general are places, well, I guess are professions where you can change your path and make it better, enjoy life and enjoy work at the same time. I love that. And that's, you know, it's something that's so important to realize is that there are always going to be different types of environments with any profession and bookkeeping is one of them. You said that potentially if you worked for one of the top four firms as a bookkeeper, they might ask you to burn yourself out. You might be put in a position. Where are some of the different areas that people can start looking for opportunities in bookkeeping if it was something that they were um, interested in pursuing? So bookkeeping jobs are typically everywhere. Sometimes you have to make sure that you know 
sometimes clients don't know what they want, what they need. They think they need an accountant. So they put an ad out for, let's say, an accountant or ask their friends. In reality, they really need a bookkeeper or the other way around. It's, it happens too. When I started out looking for my own clients, I actually was forced to become a freelance bookkeeper because I worked full time for a company and I wanted to pursue my accounting degree and finish before a certain date in 2009, because that's when New York State was changing rules for licensing. And I really wanted to be grandfathered in. So I was pursuing school full time. I was working full time uh, for the for, for the company. And the company didn't want to accommodate my school schedule because I wanted to take certain classes on certain days. So I was forced to find basically five clients, small business clients, and I found all of them on Craigslist. I mean, this was 15 years ago. So I don't know if there are positions still in Craigslist that are not. There, there are plenty on Upwork for sure. So Upwork is probably the new Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> there are still positions on Craigslist uh, for accounting and bookkeeping, but most of them are agencies. So kind of changed a little bit, but there is so much work. I mean, accountants, CPA firms, we all really, really want to have great bookkeepers. So when we find one, we give them as much work as possible to keep them busy. So partnering with a CPA firm or just reaching out to a CPA firm, hey, I can do bookkeeping for you. Do you have any clients? Sometimes clients will have um, you do bookkeeping for them through the accounting firm. So they'll pay the accounting firm and the firm pays you. Sometimes clients, let's say, would say something like, I can't afford your rates for the CPA firm. Do you have anyone you can recommend? And that's when you would um, jump in and basically provide a service. It happens all the time. And the reason that I actually created a course for bookkeepers is because it's very hard to find a bookkeeper that's really good. And so it's just setting them up for success with all the foundational knowledge so that when they go in and they start to talk to different accountants about their skills, they'll blow them out of the water and, and be more certain to land positions with those accountant firms. Absolutely. And I did develop a directory of my alumni basically to help them. Listen, if you graduated from my course, I want others to come and look for you in my directory because I know that my course is doing a great job for you. It's teaching the foundation that I need to see in you as a bookkeeper when I work with your, with your stuff, with your work uh, product or your work um, through a client. It sounds like bookkeeping. I mean, we've only been working together while everything's virtual anyway, but it sounds like bookkeeping is a really great opportunity for a position, especially for people who are living in smaller towns that may not have opportunities that pay well within their city limits. Do you find a lot more often bookkeepers are remote positions? So absolutely. Bookkeeping, what's great about it is now, especially it's all virtual and there are software products that make it um, super easy for you to be in Kansas and service clients all over the con uh, country. Uh, what's great about bookkeeping is that there are there's a number of products that you can use. And most people, there are still clients that use desktop versions of software, but most people, most small businesses have switched to online because it provides for the freedom, not only for the bookkeeper's freedom, but also for your freedom as a business owner. You don't depend on this one computer where the software is sitting. You don't need someone to come into your office to do your books, electronic payments, electronic bookkeeping. So there is a lot of opportunity because uh, my husband did um, research a number of years ago and he found that there is 700 on average, 700 clients per accountant in the country. What? Is yeah. that real? It How is. many clients do you have? I've never even confronted you on this. How many clients are you working with? I have about 120. 
but not and only I'm your favorite. Time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> wow. But, but here's the thing. So there's plenty of work. So you're not really competing much because um, I don't want to have 700 clients. That's it was never my goal and it never will be because I feel confident working with people one-on-one -on -one and there's only so many people that I can work one-on-one. -on -one. So similarly, as a bookkeeper, there are different setups that you could create. You can just be yourself, you know, be by yourself for a number of years. Then um, let's say you hire another bookkeeper who gets trained just as well as you do. You test them, you give them a number of clients and then you can grow a business and basically be a project manager for that business or be just the CEO of that business eventually. And there are firms out there that service a number of different businesses that are provide what's called the CFO service, um, outside CFO or outside controller service. And a bookkeeper trained well can grow into that role within an, a few years, very few years. Have you seen anyone take bookkeeping on as a part-time or side job? Let's say somebody wants to dip their toes in the water and see if this is a good fit for them. Do you feel like there are a lot of people who do that? Absolutely. I'll give an example. <laughs> My sister is very creative. Um, and for years, she's been obsessed with photography. It's her true passion. She went to school for photography. She learned the skill, the craft or whatever. She really enjoys that part of the work or part of life rather. But when time came to actually find a job and make money to sustain herself. She went and she got herself a job as a bookkeeper. And now she actually enjoys both because when she has gigs, she gets to photo, photo photograph other people or weddings or portraits or whatever. When there is not, not a lot of demand, especially last year, for example, then she goes and she does bookkeeping for clients. So I think that there's so much opportunity to do this part-time, have one or two clients, extra money every month. It's, it's perfect for that. I wanted to go into a little bit more about the course and the program that you actually created specifically to help people become a bookkeeper. What kind of things did you put into the course that you noticed that many people were struggling with? So the course came as a result of not being able to delegate bookkeeping to other people. <laughs> <laughs> because I, you know, over the years I've done bookkeeping for 15 years, I had a love hate relationship with it. At some point when I became a CPA, I was like, Oh, bookkeeping is like, I don't want to do it anymore. But then I realized that it's such a critical part of a business because all of everything depends on it. Your taxes, your decisions, everything depends on the fact that your books are done well and they're done timely. So it was a pain to not be able to have a bookkeeper that I can trust because unlike other professions, typically, and I don't know if this applies to teaching, but typically when you're a bookkeeper, if you make mistakes, mistakes may not surface until years later. And then when you do find that mistake as an accountant, you're terrified. So oh, that's, what... that's that's the first grade teacher who's not doing a very good job. And then in, when the second and third grade teachers end up getting those students. <laughs> So yeah, so I guess it, you could kind of relate to that, right? So I wanted to create a course where I teach people what I see them missing. It's so easy to go for um, QuickBooks Online Pro Advisor, which is just a certification saying that you know how to use QuickBooks well. So easy to go for that and then not become a great bookkeeper because the problems start when you start creating new accounts because you don't know what accounts to create because you never got trained in this in the basics. The mm -hmm. types of accounts, the types of journal entries, those are the foundational accounting basics. And that's what my module one is all about. I want you to know 
the normal balances, the journal entries, and some of the basics so that you understand how to move forward. What happens in the background of the process? You're using this beautiful interface software, but what's happening in the background? Once you get that, it's very easy to be a great bookkeeper. How long do you think it would take someone from going from no knowledge of bookkeeping as an industry to finishing your course and landing their first clients or, or working as a bookkeeper? You can finish the course in a week if you want to. There are quizzes throughout module one because module one is super important and I want people to get the basics. Then there's a quiz after each module. You can finish if you want to in a week or two. Once you finish, if you reach out to an accounting firm, do you have any work? Any accounting firm in the in town, someone who would allow you to get your hands on, let's say a client, do their year-end close. It's something that's a pet peeve. Um, year-end closes are important because they influence how much I spend time on preparing taxes for you. So um, if you reach out to any accountant, I think you can get your first gig within a month or two after finishing the course because it will. the first client will obviously be harder to get, but knowing what you're doing will be evident immediately. Is there a season of the year that would be the easiest for people to actually break into this industry? Do you feel like right now as we're airing this, it's a month before tax season. And that seems like it's a little bit too much of crunch time to try and throw your resume out into the ring and, and ask people if they need support. Or is this an evergreen need that they're constantly looking for new new hires? I feel like it's an evergreen need. If I find a great bookkeeper, send them my way. Like <laughs> it's that it's that simple. Um, tax season is good and bad. It's good because there's opportunity. New clients gets, get often surprised by the amount of tax they owe. So they reach out to the accountant and say, well, can you have recommend someone who can do our books? Or they just look for a bookkeeper on their own. Off season, it's the same thing. People start businesses. There's about a million businesses that get started in the United States every year. So so I feel like there's evergreen need for great bookkeepers. Accountants love great bookkeepers. They make, make them really busy. They give them a lot of work, refer clients to them. And you can quickly, as you're good, it's just like with anyone, with cleaning lady. If the cleaning lady is good, she doesn't have any availability to take on new clients. Same thing with a bookkeeper. The bookkeeper is good. They are basically facing a lot of demand and they have to decide for themselves whether they want to take it on or not or keep it low and do something else that they enjoy like photography or whatever. I wanted to link your bookkeeping course into today's show notes. So for anybody who is listening to this and wants to just check out Tatiana's course, um, they're able to find it there. But Tatiana, where else can people find you if they wanted to contact you? Sure. My website, talktotatiana.com. And then you also are celebrating the release of a new book. And I wanted to just take one or two seconds to talk about that. It's not specifically about bookkeeping, but it really is for anybody who is listening, who has been thinking of starting their own side hustle or small business. Tatiana's new book, I think would be a really great fit for that audience. Do you want to just give us a few words about it? Sure. So the book came as a result of seeing clients come to me sometimes when it's too late, when they've been heartbroken, when they've been, uh, when they wasted money or time or both. And I wanted to change that cycle. I wanted to give 
someone who has a dream or a side hustle, a dream that they want to turn into a business or just keep it as a side hustle for the next few years, do it right from the money, numbers and tax perspective. It's in plain English. It gives you a roadmap of what the best entity is for you, how to price your product or service better so that you don't go through a year worth of business or whatever and find out that you're not profitable because you're not charging enough. So things like that, actionable steps in plain English to help you navigate this area that often gets put on a back burner to address it, to face it. And my personal motto is don't fake it till you make it. Face it and face it early. That's what this book is for. Yeah, there have definitely been so many things that I've learned just from working with you that I wish I had in place two or three years ago. So this can save people a lot of a headache when they are getting started with like building that solid business foundation. Tatiana, thank you so much for joining us here today. I really appreciated having you on and you are always a delight. Thanks so much, Daphne. If you're interested in learning bookkeeping from Tatiana, she can help walk you through the steps to stand out in this field. I really highly recommend you check out her program because not only does it include forever access to the modules, it also includes group coaching and Q&A sessions with Tatiana. Tatiana's Bold Bookkeeper Academy can be found at teachercareercoach.com forward slash bookkeeper. I wanted to give a huge thank you to Tatiana for taking some time to share her knowledge with our community today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you all on the very next episode of the Teacher Career Coach Podcast.